0: Praise the Lord. Praise. Praise. the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, this evening I will be speaking to Rose on the t- topic sent to me. I know that he's been chosen by the leader of God and the topic is Kingdom Influence. I know that if you are a youth in the house you will have your pen, you will have your Bible, your book uh, your jotter and your Bible to pick down some things. And I will read from Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. Then, the, then God said, let the earth produce every oh sorry, I'm reading verse 24, let me read 26. Then God said, let us make man in our own image to be like us. I'm using NLT version now. They will reign over the flesh, the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, and all the white animals on the earth, and the small animals that creeps along the ground. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Two Bible passages have been sent to me, but this is one of it. The Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. I'm using the NLT version, that's why my version is different from your own. But when we talk about kingdom influence, you see many Christians or many youths today never understand or know the kingdom where they belong to. And we are in the kingdom that is powered or that carries these systems to influence other kingdoms. What is the reason? Because it's only in this kingdom that the one that is called Christ Jesus died and resurrected. There is no other theory or maybe founder of any kingdom that died and resurrected. It is only in this kingdom such as ever happened before, and it's only in this kingdom we can find the redemption. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And somebody said in his own theory that we are in a bloody kingdom. That is by Bishop Waleoki. We're in a bloody what? Kingdom. That is the kingdom that's only has power in the blood. No other kingdom, no matter the covenants, no matter the oaths, they are doing there. But it's only in this kingdom. But that is not where we're going. But I want to talk about kingdom influence. If I will ask you what is influence, I know that so many of you will have reasons or definitions to tell me or explanations to give me or influence is one of the most significant thing or force on earth influence is one of the most significant thing or force on earth you see so many of us are just living on this earth without knowing where we come from or where we are going or the purpose of our coming to this earth and the reason why you don't know it is because you are being influenced something else has influenced you but If you check where we read in that uh, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, he said, Let's make man in our own image and even our own likeness to reign to take dominion. And what is influence? Influence is impact, is dominion. Influence is what impact, effect, control, power, authority. If I will ask somebody now, give me three circular songs, or five, or ten, I will see some people that will name twenty. Because that is what influences you. And if I will ask somebody else, give me ten verses of the scripture, you may not be able to mention one. Because you never permit God or the Holy Spirit to influence you. And let me not deceive you. The influence you have over your life determines whom you become or what will become of you. The influence that you have over your life determines whom you will become or what will become of you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, Praise the Lord. Some youth are angry. Please don't be angry but the influence over your life determine whom you will become or what will become of you what is influence i've told you influence is impact the control you have the effect your authority over your life the dominion let god influence you let god what influence you if god influence you everything will be all right not permitting the worldly music your environment, your teachers, or your friends to influence you. So many people allow what we see to carry us away. But I want you to know that it's not everything we see that we need. It's not everything we see that we want. We need. Paul said, everything is what? Everything is expedient. But it's not everything is, uh, is, is lawful, but it's not everything that is expedient. It is a must that you must live in the vicinity where you are, where you grow, you work with people you need to work with. But it's not must that what they do, you must do it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when we talk about kingdom influence, it's talking about bringing positive change to others through the gospel or the power of the gospel. When we're talking about kingdom influence, bringing positive change to the life of others through the power words of the gospel as a christian we must desire bringing a positive influence of the kingdom of god into the world praise the lord we must desire doing what bringing positive influence of the kingdom of god into the world that is why he said in the book of mark The second Bible passage that was sent to me attached to it. That's Mark chapter 6, the verse 10 of it. He said, anywhere you get to, anywhere you enter, stay there. He didn't ask them to say, Well, be part of them. He didn't say join them in what they are doing. Stay there to influence them. Stay there. To take over, to take them over for the kingdom of God. But so many of us we think maybe we're in this world just for, to marry just to enjoy ourselves just to to dance but it's not like that we are sent to bring change to the war to the change world not to be changed by the system of the world praise the lord we are sent to do what to bring change to this world that has changed not for us to be changed by the system of the world. Because but so many of us, there's always a saying that if you don't if you can't beat them, you join them. But that saying is not right. If I will tell you the truth, it's not what it's not right. You don't follow the multitudes to do evil. If you can't beat them, you join them, it's wrong, you don't join them. That is to tell you that if you find people going into the pit, and you know that these people are going to die, then you follow them? No! You don't follow the multitude to do evil. We are sent as an ambassador of a kingdom to this world. Not to be part of them, but to change them, to influence them, to, to bring transformation to them, to bring renewal. To bring a change of mind. To tell them about our own kingdom. That is the kingdom of God. We are not saints to say. Okay as an ambassador. we, You are, you are an ambassador. I am an ambassador of the kingdom of God. You are an ambassador of the kingdom of God also. That is to tell you that. Even in your workplace. If others are cutting corners. To make profits. You don't need to be part of it. Be contented with whatever you are. And I pray that God will give us that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Anywhere we find ourselves, let's have this at the back of our mind that we are an ambassador of the kingdom of what? Of God. The kingdom ambassador goes from good to great. Every kingdom ambassador always goes from what? Good to great. We don't depreciate in this kingdom. We appreciate every day. Because we are sent into this world to influence the people of the world. Not for them to change us. Praise the Lord. Using the kingdom message to bring others to Christ. As an ambassador of the kingdom of God. We are sent to this world to take the surprise, to most for one to the kingdom. But so many youths today have lost the priority of being a Christian. We found the youth that go to school and they begin to claim other religion. We found youth that go to school and even what we know them to be at home are no longer like that. We found the youths. That when they go out of the vicinity where they live, they, they know that their pastor is, or their church member, we see them, we found them in another dimension. While some people even pretend to be born again, and they are not. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are called to be the light of the world. To be the light in the dark world. We are called to be light in the dark world. We're not called to be what to be the same darkness with them, or to walk in the same darkness with them. But I will be giving you some keys on how to build kingdom influence. How to what to build keys to build or to building kingdom influence. Keys to build kingdom influence, and the key number one is that you must be trustworthy. You must be what? Trustworthy. You must be trustworthy. If you have your Bible, just turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. You must be trustworthy. That is number one key of building kingdom influence. If you want to build influence, if you are not trustworthy, there's no way you can build influence. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. I'll read from here. He said, Now, a person who is put in charge as a messenger must be faithful. Praise the Lord. You must be trustworthy. That's first Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. A person who is put in charge as a messenger must be what? Must be trustworthy. That is to tell you that before if anything before God we commit anything to your hand, you must be tested and trusted you must be what? Trusted, tested and trusted and under that being trustworthy number one your character must be certified under that number one your character must be certified that is the story of Joseph Joseph was tested in every Part of his life before the throne is being entrusted to him by God, otherwise, we messed up the throne. Praise the Lord. Number two, communications, communications. The Bible said, Let every word that will be coming out of our mouth be grace. Eh? We've seasoning with grace. That's why the Englishman said I, 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 evil communications corrupt good manners. Praise the Lord. Every word that must come out of our mouth must what? Must be grace, seasoning with grace. You don't just talk anyhow, you don't just go anywhere to talk anything. Communication, what you listen to, what you hear, what comes inside of you matters. of us can listen to any kind of music from anywhere ask them what are they doing they said i'm listening to the readings or what and you've not even listened or studied or scored one hymn out of the hymns the gospel hymns we have which is very bad as a youth these days you see youth going about putting earpiece ask them what are they listening to what you are listening to will influence you what the any what whatever that is being communicated into your spirit will influence you number three compassion you must be somebody with compassion on that character compassion you must have compassion you must be compassionate and number four on that trust toward trustworthy. You must be consistent, consistency. You must be consistent in doing things. Not that today you rise, tomorrow you fall as a youth. Though the Bible said the youths their legs slips, but doesn't mean that today you rise, you rise, you stand. Tomorrow you fall into sin again. Tomorrow you rise. Tomorrow you fall into sin. How long will you continue to do that? You must be consistent even in the presence of God, in the things of the Spirit. studying your Bible. Pray. Wake up in the morning, you pray, you speak in tongues, before you go out. That will tell you that that day is sealed with the power of God. But you pray today, tomorrow you don't pray, next tomorrow you pray, next tomorrow you uh, Tomorrow you don't pray, next tomorrow you pray, you don't you begin to pray up and down. You are giving your access to the enemy, to your life. Number two, you must be a good listener. That, that, that is one of the keys. You must be a good listener. When you listen, you expand to your wisdom. In Proverbs chapter 19, verse 20. Don't because I said you must be a good listener, then you begin to listen to some things that are not relevant to your spirit because what you listen to is what you will know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And once you're a good listener that will prevent you from danger. That is Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse 3. That is if you're listening to the right things it will prevent you from dangers to prevent you number four number three on that being a good listener what you listen to will put you in check that is emotional control we put your characters in check because by the time you begin to listen to something that will corrupt your mind corrupt your spirit at the end of the day, you begin to act like those things you have listened to. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Number number three. You must have quests to know more. To learn. To know more. You must have quests. You must be hunger to know more. Wake up in the middle of the night, Lord. I want to know more of you. I need more of you in my spirit. You open the Bible, you study. You come to church. Your pastor shared message. You go home. You keep on reading, studying it. Not that you just come to church. You write message. You dump it. Dump it. With if you are not see if you don't have quest to know more, you can't influence. You can't build kingdom influence. Because by the time you get somewhere, somebody asks you that is it true that Jesus died for you, you will be, you'll be looking. Because you don't know maybe it's true or not. You never know anything about it. Praise the Lord. If you check that, you see Luke chapter 2 verse, 44, verse 52. The Bible says Jesus begins to grow in wisdom. Because he has quests to know more. Despite the fact that he is the almighty God himself. Is this sit down with the elders, the Pharisees, still learn from them? And through the questions they begin to ask them. They begins to ask themselves that. What manner of young man is this? But today, I believe so many of our youths are scared to learn more. Scared to know more. And even scared to even ask questions which they don't even know number four you must be a servant leader you must be a servant leader you must be a servant leader That's number four you must be a servant leader turn your Bible to the book of John chapter 13 You see that Jesus didn't say, Ah, I am Jesus. I've been sent to this world, talks about Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. He didn't say, No, I'm in charge, I have all power. I call you to follow me. No, he calls them one by one, he washed their feet. And if you check in the book of Matthew, chapter 20 and verse 20 to 28, he said, Not as the word. The, word, the, the, the kings of the world rules. He said, but that of the dimension of this kingdom is different. The leader must be servant to all. Not because you have been in charge of anything, any department or anywhere, or the offices you are, then you now turn yourself to the boss. Now you can control everybody and be rude to everybody. No. You can't build kingdom influence with that. Number five, you must learn to develop people. Train others. Bring up others. Impact others. You must learn to what? Even reach out to others. You are being saved so that others will be saved. You are not being saved to be saved alone. Praise the Lord. The youth are quiet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are being saved for others to be saved. If I will ask you, how many of you have preached this week? How many of you walk? If you know you walk, you walk. None of you is walking until you stop walking. However, you walk, you are learning. How many of you are learning trade? Nice walk. You're learning. Skill work you learn. How many of your friends have you preached to one on one? Okay, let's say, let's let's say, let's assume that none of you are working, but even in your schools, even your friends at home, I believe so many friends are coming to visit you. Have you ever taken your time to say, Sir, let's sit down, my friend, and let's share the word of God? I was in a place on Sunday last week, Sunday. And I overheard some children singing praises and one of them, they the girl that the children comes to the house, opened the Bible, said, read after me the book of John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world. And he was teaching them. I I told the mother, I said, this girl has started walking in the path that she will tread. She begins to gather children. But you that you are adults, how many times have you preached to anybody? You are not reaching out, you can't build influence. If care is not taken, those people will change you. And how can you do this, develop others? Proximity, one-on-one. You talk one-on-one with them. Come, bro, this thing that you are doing is wrong. I know that even if you can't talk one-on-one with people, how many of you have ever opened your Facebook to post, for God soul of the world, if you don't repent, you go to, no. So many of you don't do it. You can't build influence. And one of the fastest ways to reach out to the world today is through technology. Your social media. God will help us in Jesus' name. Number two, you must be consistent with what you do. After you see consistency, make proximity powerful. Make your one-on-one. If you keep telling your friend that, look, this attitude you are putting on is not good, this thing you are doing is not good, one day it will like to change. He will like to listen to what you are doing. He will like to put what you have told him or her into practice. But instead of that, you are the one encouraging them, giving them solution how to cut corners. God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. When it is done consistently, then you see things begin to change, you, you begin to see them changing, begin to come in new face. Maybe your friends that used to insult people before, tell them that this abusive language is not right. don't need to talk to this person like this, but maybe with your friends somebody mistakenly matched her or stepped on her leg, you are the one that said, why can't you slap the person? You are the one encouraging them to fight. Number 6 you must be a problem solver. You must be a what? Problem solver. You must be ready to provide solution. You must be ready to what? To provide solution. If you cannot give solutions to the problem of people around you, you cannot build influence. If you see the people running after one person is because he's giving them solution to what they need nobody wants to live with problem and yet problem presents opportunity to make the world a better place everybody's running I don't want to be in problem I don't want to live with problem but yet problem is the answer that TV is the way out to opportunities to make the world better. For instance, today, that antida is discussing there. Be very careful. For instance, let me say this: you want to write why, and you know that the what is raining in town today is everybody wants to sit down in the classroom, they write on the board, you copy you call one or two, three of your friends. Come, let's be reading together. Let's study together. Forget about what they will put on board. Let's know what we want to write. And you begin to provide solutions to their problem. They will stop cheating. They will not follow those people. And of it, you begin to see that others will join you. You begin to give them way out to what they thought. See, they that way you thought is easy is not the easiest way. Because cheating is not the easiest way. Stealing is not the easiest way. Because you will get to a point that the road will be blocked. You will be left alone. Those people that you thought they help you during what will not help you in our institution. So you must be somebody that is ready to give solutions to problems. Look at Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 17, Nehemiah 18, 20, and Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 15. Nehemiah was in a strange land as a captive, but yet he knows that Jerusalem, the wall of Jerusalem needs to be built. And people begins to say, okay, this man has come to help us. Let's begin to, let's join him to build this wall. Because they know, they need that wall. provides solution. That's why people follow him God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Number seven, you must be ready to deliver. Not that they give you a tax in a church or you have been appointed to somewhere and you just do it anyhow and go. Even in your workplace, even in your home, even the things that matter to you. And you wake up in the morning and say, Oh, this bed, I will not, I will just, let me just leave it like that and you walk up. You will still come back to lie on it the way you live it. You come back to do what? To lie on it. So you must be ready to deliver. And your responsibility begins from the very moment you stand up from your bed. You lay it. After you lay your bed, you must wake up to do your devotion. From your devotion, you must study your Bible. From studying your Bible, you must put up your daily activities continuously what is scheduled you must be ready to deliver and if you want to do that check Colossians chapter 3 23 and 24 before you can deliver you must be friendly you must be knowledgeable you must have knowledge of what you want to deliver then you must be problem solver then you must be efficient. You must be what efficient. If you check the life of Joseph, Joseph, even when he got to Potiphar's house, he was friendly. In the palace or uh, in the prisons, he had he had he was knowledgeable to the extent that he was made the head of the prison. and that's moving to the stage that when those people dreamed the two men the butler and the baker they come to him he solved their problem instantly he solved their problem and he was efficient to the extent that even when they took him to the before the king he never said mm, that year i interpreted this dream but this now i don't think i can do it Somebody said, it's just a simple thing that even a child, you wake that child from the dream can tell you the dream of him. But because of his efficiency, God suspends the wisdom of others so that he will rise. So that he can build influence. And the last one, you must be courageous. Before you can build influence, you must be what? You must be courageous. You must be man of courage. you check 1 Samuel 17 and 45. 1 Samuel 17 and verse 45 to 47. You can write it down. please make us to understand the story of David. Israel had been faced with a lot of challenges and confrontations from Goliath. But David took courage to confront the Goliaths despite the fact that even his brothers say, what are you looking for in this place? You're supposed to be in the wilderness to, be, to, to, to shepherd the sheep of our father or to look after it but the picked courage. He ran to the front in order to confront the man. Let me not deceive you. Fear is, a, is normal. Don't give room to fear. Fear is what is a normal thing that will happen to every man. But don't give room to what? To fear. Because in all our fears, God is in it. Hear what David said. That man said, he said, you... Dog, I will you've come to challenge me. And David didn't look at his eyes. Look at his, how giant he is. Even look at the armies coming with him. But David said, he said, Today, put fear aside. Confront what you need to confront. And after that, you take a step. If you don't take a step, nothing will move. If you said, oh, today, I want to make one million. It's easy to make one million. But if you don't take a step, you will make one million as a statement, but you don't make one million as a cash. So if you want to build influence in life, you may be hearing the names of so many great people in life that people follow, people do this. These persons have 1 million followers on Facebook and Instagram, 20, 12 million. They build influence. Same thing in the kingdom of God, in this kingdom. If you want to build influence, you must be a man that doesn't sleep. You don't sleep with the whole of your time. You don't talk with your time. Baba Debo, he has plenty followers today. Before somebody will come out and said, This year we want to do one million match in a program. You know that that man has labored. And let me not deceive you. The secret labor of our daddy, Pastor SOP, is what you are seeing manifesting gradually like this. If he be never labored secretly. You will not see any manifestation before you can build influence you must be a man that is ready to take a step and not taking an ordinary step a bold step people will not follow you when you are a failure people will only follow you when you succeed because nobody wants to make friends with failure have you ever seen a man that said this is the last position in the class? And you see people following him? No. And it takes a man of a man that is courageous, that wants to make impact to move the world. In conclusion, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16 said, We are the salt in this world. If you want to make influence don't lose your purity don't lose your what your purity don't lose your usefulness if salt lose value we will use it again you see if you read the bible very well christ knows what he's saying that we are the sort of this world Salt is being used in every home all over the world whether for preservation whether for cooking whether for other things they use salt and that is what if you want to build influence that is what you need to be you must be a what a salt among your friends in your home in your church even in the marketplace where you work, Christ is sending you out to become a manager of a company not because for you to go and earn money. If you are working in a place and you said, ah, I'm the only believer there and you are happy, they are calling you pastor, 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 pastor. And you can't even win one soul of those people you call unbeliever to join you. You have not started. The Bible said, and you shall be my weakness, put in where, Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea and up to the uttermost parts of the earth. We are in the kingdom that is run by the great God, the creator of heaven and earth. If you want to build influence, you must follow these steps. I pray that grace to do that God will give to us in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you want to make an impact in life, don't just sleep every day and wake up. And you think those things you are clamoring for expecting. Building influence does not start with home of Sitting down with your TV, watching Jennifer every day. And he said, I want to have fame like Jennifer. No. Those people are already creating their own impact. Building their own influence. Bishop Oyeleko said, those that want to make history, don't watch news. Because if you want to make history, you will not be reading about all the old newspaper. God, we help us in Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet.